few years ago, you probably would have found me at the bar all night long ripping shots with my friends. And then I would go home and probably cry until 3 a.m. Today, I practice yoga and I meditate every morning. And this change has really saved my life. Every word I share on this show comes from those days and those nights where I couldn't see five minutes in front of me. Everything was about how much I could do, how much I could accumulate, how good I could look. The Bright Side of the Moon is a show made to help you accept the dark with the light, the intense with the relatively easy, all while still feeling connected to your soul and living from this place. You no longer need to fear the dark because without it, you'll never be able to fully experience the light that lies within. I'm living proof of this. This show is a place for me to share about the things I've learned and the coping skills that have saved my life. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll definitely swear. <laughs> but most of all, we'll connect with the light within. I'm Paige Pitchlar, and this is The Bright Side of the Moon. Hi guys, welcome back to Bright Side of the Moon. So before we get started, I just wanted to say a quick thing about a company that I work with, that I write for, and that I really, really believe in. And today we're going to talk about the yin cycle, the moon cycle, your period. (laughs) And something to go along with that is my box shop. This is a company that creates organic, chemical-free menstrual products. So pads, tampons, liners, you name it. And they are completely free of chemicals. They're organic, made of organic cotton. They're sustainable. They're biodegradable. They're just awesome products. I love them. They're just wonderful products that keep you safe. And it's really important to know what's going into your body. If you didn't know this, I'm a very, very big advocate for organic foods, organic self-care products, making sure that we use the smallest amount of chemicals possible. And your cycle should be no exception. So making the switch from conventional, just chemical-laden products, going into the most permeable part of your body, it just doesn't make sense. And you deserve to be using products that take care of you and won't make you sick down the line. And they're just amazing. They really, really are. Uh, They are on Amazon. And you can also go on their website, myboxshop.com. And they're also on Instagram at at myboxshop. I will link all of those in the show notes. Just remember, anything with self-care, the period, whatever it is, just try to find the most natural products as possible and use them with the same love that you would give to anybody else that you care about and know that you're worth the same things. So we'll jump into this, into the episode, and kind of talk about ways to honor yourself during this cycle. So please check them out. Let me know what you think. Again, they're linked in the show notes. So without further ado, we'll jump right into it. Hi, hi, Paige here. I hope you guys are having an awesome week so far. I wanted to talk a little bit today about something that I've been thinking about for a long time, and that's becoming more clear to me. And I think it's becoming more clear to a lot of people. And it has to do with your moon cycle or your period. And this goes so far beyond like the biological, obvious, natural tendencies. Like we get tired around our period. We're shedding an organ. We get cranky. It's uncomfortable. It brings a lot of emotions to the surface. And for a long time, it's just been like, well, it's just your period, like get over it. You're just emotional, blah, blah, blah. But there needs to be a greater reverence for this time. And I find myself like the first few days 
before my period and the first few days of my period, I'm really tired, usually emotional, (laughs) and I'm just slower. And for the past 25 years, I've been fighting that and be like, no, you need to work. You need to go play basketball. You need to do all this stuff. And now that I'm getting older and even when I do get cramps, I'm like, I used to play basketball feeling like this. I would have to play a basketball game, perform, take a test. Like, oh my God, people don't realize how big of a one biological process this is Two, but also a very deeply spiritual time. So on a physiological level, again, you're shedding an organ. You are literally leaving something behind and you are letting it out of your system. You're really releasing something. And that is a big biological process. You might get headaches. You might get paler, like random things happen because your body is doing a big undertaking. And anytime you trivialize that, it really is kind of a disservice to your body. Your body needs that time. Your body needs that space to feel and to go through this process. So if you're pushing and just only giving it like an iron fist and having no compassion, like, okay, like towards it, it's going to be really uncomfortable and you're going to have a lot more cramps. You're going to have a lot more discomfort because you're not allowing the natural flow to happen. We've kind of been ingrained that, you know, it's just your period, you take Advil and get over it. But that doesn't really make logical sense. Like we're women, we're supposed to have this. Why can't we honor it for what it is? And don't get me wrong, period cramps suck ass. Like they're the worst. But I think that there's something to be said for honoring the cycle and resting those days. You know, like if you're at work, uh, see if you can kind of, take it slower or just take a few more breaks to take a few deep breaths. Another way that you can help your body through this time is, you know, closing your eyes for a few seconds. It really gives your nervous system a break, putting heat on it. That isn't a heating pad. It's like a hot compress of some kind without the electrical charge and negative things from that. But you can also take a nap, drink warm liquids that aren't coffee, you know, lay off the alcohol, just giving your body that space to do what it does and honoring that, that feminine part of you that really is just begging for your attention and your love during that time period. So instead of sending and meeting your period with the, oh my God, I hate it, like fuck my life, which I get it, I do that, (laughs) but showing up and being like, okay, I'm a woman, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this natural downtime, this yin cycle. So yin and yang, yang is masculine, yin is feminine. Your period is your yin cycle. Your period is the time of the month where you are the most in your feminine energy, the most receptive and the most able to dive into your intuition, into your natural tendencies and what you want to manifest. So when you're barreling through like blah, 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 I can't have a period, you really miss this powerful, almost incubatory time. And again, the energy is so potent. I didn't know this for a long time, but I took a course, a feminine goddess course, and we did womb work. And I mean, I'm 25, I've never had a baby. And I didn't realize the power that this area of the body holds. It is incredible. I mean, you give birth from here, obviously, but the spiritual energetic power is unmatched. 
And that's why they say that being a woman is the last and highest incarnation because you have the power to create life. You have the power to birth things from a higher consciousness, from a higher realm. And part of this comes from honoring this cycle, honoring the pause, honoring the moon. The moon, receptive, fluid, restorative, allowing. We need to have those time periods for ourselves because without them, what do we really have? And without them, there's nothing for us or no time for us to drop into that inherently feminine part of ourselves. And that really sucks because energetically, we cannot be so unbalanced as we have been in the past where it's just work, 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 or it's just rest, rest, rest. It has to be the balance, which doesn't come naturally for a lot of us, especially in the West. Balance is a more Eastern concept. So I struggle with this a lot, a lot. I am either on or I'm off. And that can be really tough, particularly when I'm on my period. You know, it's coming. I'm like, oh, I don't have time to have my period. I have to do all this stuff and haul some ass, which is usually the terminology I use with myself. But it's not the way it's supposed to be. This cycle is so sacred. It is so sacred. You are at your most receptive and relaxed and you can allow things, you can manifest things, especially the first two days. So another thing is when you're on your period, your energetic feel is expanded. You know, you're receptive, you're open. So if you're just out there doing whatever, not really knowing how to protect that energy and protect that natural sacred feminine, you can be absorbing a lot of shit, which sucks. And so if you don't know how to clear energy or to notice that you're taking on more energy, it's important to know that this time of the month, your aura is expanded and there's more chance of you absorbing these things that you don't really want, having them latch onto you, whatever. So really taking the time to pause, learn how to clear your energy, take an Epsom salt bath, huge for when you're on your period first two days, getting in the water, putting in the Epsom salt so it sucks out all the energy that isn't yours and can help your body naturally flow with the rhythm that's going on rather than, again, fighting it. Because it's also interesting to think about the fact that in the West, and I'm not sure if it's America or just the West in general, but in our culture, we are one of the few that have debilitating PMS and cramps. Like, I don't know about you, but I've had to take off work. I had to take off school. Like, even with Advil, it is excruciating. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. It also has a lot to do with our sacral chakras, which hold your sexual energy and, and shame and guilt and things like that. And a lot of us carry that. So it's directly on top of the solar plexus and the sacral chakras where these cramps happen. So we're holding a lot there. We're not honoring the natural flow. We're trying to deny that part of ourselves that works with the moon, that is naturally in touch with this cycle, that is divine, that is feminine, that is creative and fluid. And again, so powerful. So when you deny this power, where does it go? Where does it go? It goes internal. It's in shame. And in this shame creates pain. It sucks. You can't just accept yourself. You can't accept the natural process that you're undergoing. And that's where this comes from. I mean, in Eastern cultures, and it has a lot to do with food and other external items as well. 
But I believe that a lot of it has to do with the shame that we carry around sexuality, around being a woman, around allowing ourselves to rest, to really rest and to not feel bad about it. We hold that directly in our solar plexus and our sacral chakras. Sacral chakras are directly above your uterus and your reproductive organs. So it's no wonder that American Western women deal with this on a higher scale or on a worse proportion than others. There's a lot to think about this. And there's a way to harness this energy, to use this energy. Instead of feeling bad and feeling guilty about needing time and taking time, it really is a powerful thing to do. It is the opposite of lazy or disempowering. It really is the opportunity to tap in with your soul, your highest self rather than your ego, to really go within, be quiet, be allowing, be receptive, and letting things work out for you. And I know that that sounds, if you're not used to that concept, that sounds like I'm speaking a different language. And I know that because I had such a resistance to the idea of slowing down. And in reality, the feminine just trusts and goes with the flow and knows that everything is working out for its highest good if you let it. You have to allow it. And so without this allowing, we're just in this constant state of pushing a boulder up a hill, which is the masculine, once again, that we've really bought into as a society. So it takes guts and it takes strength to stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to do things differently. You know, I'm going to honor this sacred womb space for what it is and for the power that it holds, rather than seeing it as a detriment and an impediment to me getting ahead in my life. Because this is the power that we have. This is the power that's naturally inside of us. It's not random. It's not just like, oh, it's another month, like, fuck. It holds something for us. It holds something for us. So next time you get your period, slow down. Take a day, a few days if you can. Just be receptive. Do yoga nidras. Drink a lot of warm liquids. Put your hands on your womb and just feel it. Connect with this energy. Say that you love it. Say that you love yourself. Say, I love you to your organs. I know that sounds weird, but they respond to this. There are studies that show that water can literally pick up on the energy and the vibration of the words that it's hearing. So if you're telling water that you hate it, it sucks, whatever, it crystallizes in, I don't want to say ugly, but not good looking formations, not things that look cohesive and and nice together and beautiful. But when you say, I love you and you're great, just nice high vibrational things, the water actually crystallizes, the water molecules actually come together in these beautiful formations. So they respond to these frequencies, they respond to these energies and you are almost entirely made of water, including your feminine organs. And the feminine cycle is a water cycle. So when you say I love you and kind things to these reproductive organs or to any part of your body for that matter, they pick up on that and they can heal and can have a higher positive vibration to reflect more strongly with source and with higher frequencies. So you can do that and you can get in the bath again, saying nice things to the water, nice things to your organs feeling and allowing it to come up, you know, allow the emotions to come up. And 
like in the 19th century, they would say women just had raging hormones and like couldn't handle emotions because and then they would faint. And we're still kind of walking that back. I mean, think about it. Like people think that you're a bitch on your period, which I had a therapist a long time ago tell me that my period really just brought up things to the surface that I was ignoring. So let me say that again. Your period, when you're emotional on your period, it is likely something that you've been repressing that now just has a chance to come to the surface. So it's not random. It's not random anger, sadness, whatever. It is coming from within you. And yeah, it might be a little bit exacerbated, but it still is valid. It is not just an emotional random response. Your body is so smart. Your system is so smart. All of these things happen for a reason. And so again, denying that, denying that of yourself, denying that of your body is just not healthy. It's not healthy anymore. Let yourself cry. Let yourself be sad. Let yourself be anxious. You don't have to be happy all the fucking time, even though I feel that and I have a really hard time with this. But you can't live in the light 24-7. That's just not the way it is. Sometimes things have to come up so you can release. And that's what these periods of time when you're on your period give to you. They give you a period where you can release, where you can let go. You are already letting go of an organ. You are shedding the past. Allow that stuff to release more than physiologically, to really release. This time period, this period of rebirth and renewal can be really harnessed and cultivated and respected for your highest good. It is such a sacred time. And I find myself doing the same thing, getting pissed about the fact that I have my period. I'm like, wait a minute. I am at my most feminine. I am at my most powerful and attracting to the things that I would like to see in my life. This is a gift. This is a big deal. And once we start treating it that way, I'm like almost positive we will have way less of an incidence of cramps and PMS and all the negative things that we think come along with having a period. I don't think that that's natural. And once we come back to the natural, fluid, and loving source of where this comes from, that stuff can kind of go by the wayside. And we can step back into who we are, step back into that natural power that is within the womb and feel really good while doing it. So if your flow is on its way, just keep these things in mind and see if you can journal, slow down, take a a restorative yoga class, again, a yoga nidra, feminine practices, at least for the first few days. Laying down, again, taking time to read, tap in, meditate, hug yourself, take a bath, invite more of this energy into your life and start to heal through the sacral chakras, not only for you, but if you plan on having children one day, you can heal for them because the womb holds a lot of old tendencies, a lot of old patterns, and that's why we have generational things and generational traumas. So when you show up to heal that, you're not only healing for you, but you're healing for your lineage if you want to continue it. And you can just live a more aligned life, being okay with the ups and downs, being okay with the moon as well as the sun, because they are two sides of the same coin. We have to have both. And I think it's time we stop fighting one of them and allow it to come forth. 
as whatever it wants to. So give yourself some more time just to be some more love for you and just feel good allowing it to come up. I know it's uncomfortable sometimes, but feel good that you're allowing yourself to move through it rather than to fight it. So I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk soon.